Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed in the coffin. What's up, everybody? In a consistent fashion, we are back. Yeah. On Sunday. After the last Sunday. Because good for me, but we have, <laughs> but we have, we have a special guest that's uh, very familiar. And take it away, take the floor. It's me, Jill. <laughs> I'm back. She's back in like the f- true form. We're not just talking about her spirit or her third party. <laughs> yeah. I feel so, I feel third so person, blessed. third party. <laughs> we feel blessed. I was in the shower today listening to the Poochie episode, and then I heard everybody, you guys are like, I think Jill had a robot baby, and I was in the shower washing my hair, being like, I did have a robot baby, they remember me. So we just had to, like, do some field work to, like, rope her back in so that she could let you guys all know personally that she, in fact, had a robo baby. Yeah, and now we're going to kick her up. Bye. Bye. Thank, <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. See you in three more months. <laughs> Back in three months. <sighs> yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It, I'm I'm stoked. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for being here with your beautiful gray rat tail. Yeah, I haven't seen people in five days. Yeah. So why is that? Well, wait, uh, just wait. So last week we talked about <laughs> me having COVID and Brit narrowly escaping, and now this week we can talk about. I doubled down and I fucking got it. <laughs> I always have to one up you guys. So I decided, you know what? If they're not going to commit, I'm going to fully commit to this pandemic. And I got it. And uh, it sucks. So shout out to my vaccines because I think they made Truly. it easier. And if you're not vaccined, vaccined, vaccinated, uh, apologies because that's going to suck. Well, yeah. And like, I mean, again, not not scientists, not doctors, not virologists, but I like I well, except for Brit. <laughs> but I was asymptomatic and that was stellar. And then hearing about you, Jill, I'm like, fuck me. I, I yeah. I was full symptomatic. Fucking full kill. Like she went full if, rones. If I died, you guys could have done an episode on me. No, I've been calling it Coco Vivo because it sounds <laughs> cuter. <laughs> It's a fine wine, Coco Vivo. I've been like, oh, yeah, I caught the Coco Vivo. And it sounds like like you caught like a rumba beat. Like I'm going cha-cha-cha down the hall. Like Coco Vivo. It sounds Vivo. like, yeah, like the mask at the Coco Bongo. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're basically Italy. Carmen Diaz. No, I'm Jim Carrey. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, let's get real That's here. fair. Smoking. Oh, my God. Where did that come from? It's my husky COVID voice because yeah. my vocal <laughs> throat is fried. Oh, I... You know what? I think you could do a really good uh, cover of Smelly Cat by Phoebe Buffay. Oh, yes. Oh, I should have done that Saturday. Damn it. Missed opportunity. It's too bad. It's too bad. But uh, I'll be playing the role of the peanut gallery today because I did no research and decided to come back literally two hours before we recorded this. That's perfect. I'm just here. Thanks for having me. You're here for the commentary. I'm here for your commentary. 
let's live our lives. I'm going to take one of Jill's clients next week. And she's like, great. I owe you one. You can have my spot on the podcast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I heard you had a lot of time. Did you want to come back? <laughs> Ooh. I slipped in there. I reeled I, her back in. I asked if the band was getting back together. This is true. And then Kelsey and I were like, what's that mean? What's it mean? <laughs> Most bands other than the White Stripes have a bass, a guitar, and a drummer. So I'm just yeah. saying. I like the white stripes though. That wasn't a <laughs> metaphor. I just do. I, I just. I just. All right, so it's now. No, thanks for no. having me. No, they're fun. I just mean like I like Jack White. I like what he does, but I also like the rock on tours. They're you know whatever. Changing the password to the Instagram and holding it hostage. <laughs> that is rude. Flatter my write-ups aren't as good as you. And also a very <laughs> very. Uh, something a small person would do. I'm five nine, bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say she can't even pretend to be small. <laughs> no, this way I did. The, I, no, I did. Okay, the we're segue. not a girl. I did the segue and no one caught it. Oh, oh, oh shit! Shit! Jill's resting and I'm out to lunch. I did it. It was me this oh time. Oh my god, Kelsey. She wins the gold star. Oh, fuck. Kelsey. One, Jill, all of them, <laughs> most of them. <laughs> oh, man, that's, <laughs> Jill, I wish everyone could see the look of disapproval and disappointment on Jill's face. <laughs> it's okay, Jill. Apparently, we're embarrassed together. The corona made me smarter. It like tickled your brain a little bit. It tickled. Well, I mean, if those four tested for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely does. Um, so. Yeah. Little people, we're doing Polly Pocket today. Yeah, we can't say little people, or can we? Oh. Little plastic people. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Don't mean to like, offend anyone. <laughs> yeah, because Polly Pocket would be like an average size. She just shrunk. She's little. She's average size for her house. Sure. She has been, uh, what was that movie where they they made people small with that uh, Honey, Matt Damon? Yeah, no, 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 Matt Damon. Oh. Downsize? Oh. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to just oh, be about know. houses. It was wild. That was a whole movie, right? That was a, that was a thing. That was that a was whole a, movie. <laughs> it's a whole two and a half hour started no. somewhere and ended up somewhere completely different. I was going to say the same oh, thing. shit. Don't, don't spoiler. It, I haven't seen it. Just, it. We can't. <laughs> we can't. Britt, we can't spoil it. it it's an, it's a labyrinth. Like, oh, perfect. There's no direction that you think that movie's gonna yeah. go, and then it goes like left, and you're like, hmm, okay. Oh, it, okay. It makes perfect sense, but you're just like, okay. Perfect. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I I went in expecting ride A, and I got ride X. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it took you through the alphabet. It did. It did. <laughs> Mind blown. Okay. Yeah. Not not quite Z, but X for sure. Like cusping on Z? <laughs> no, I just mean because like Z is the end. <laughs> there might be a sequel. There might be. Oh. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They left it open. It could have, but. I talked but. to Matt. He said it's happening. I'm just oh. kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> but speaking of 90s nostalgia, oh. Polly Pocket. 
<laughs> an average size girl in her average size house that's pocket size. <laughs> she just wants to live her yeah. life. Does. And you know what? She lives it well. Like all those little pockets were pretty cute. I always dreamed of living in my little Polly Pocket. I fuck um, with Polly Pocket. Oh yeah, so cool. How many? How many of those did you guys have? Or I still have? have them. So okay, yeah, sorry, I don't even know where mine went, which I was kind of sad about. I think I had like three, and then my uncle gave me a Mad Max one that was like that. Ooh, I had a oh, fucking Mighty, 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 Mighty Max or whatever, right? Mighty yeah, Max. yeah, it was really cool. It was like the skull, and then you open yeah. up, it was like a volcano shit. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that better than the Polly Pockets, but so, I also thought I was a little older, so. My mom was really into gendered toys, so we definitely didn't get stuff like that. But I got the Polly Pockets for sure. I can't remember. I know I know I had a horse one because obviously. Um, <laughs> I definitely had the classic one that was like in the clam thing. Yeah, I think I had the like, clam. Yeah, I think we all had that one. And I maybe one more, maybe not. I know my sister had a few. Uh, I straight up had like at least 10. Fuck, I was so spoiled. And well, I had uh, I had the, like, Pop and Polly's Mansion or whatever what it was called. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, it lit no, up and move stuff. In po- no, it's Move in Pollyville. So it was, but like, it a, li- oh. no, there was, like, a swan in the lake. And yeah. you could, like, yes, troll yes, yes. Polly oh, on, yes, like, a yes. magnet. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, I got that. I don't know who too. had it, my, but I remember My it. sister had that. My sister had that. I, I still was, have that. That's cool. That one's cool. I think, like, the turrets lit up. Yeah, there was, like, you could click the lights on and off, and, like, you could move the birds, and then, like, you could control where, like, Polly walked, and she could go, like, in and out of a revolving door and stuff. Yeah, 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 I I remember remember that. that. Okay. I don't know if it was a commercial or someone had it, but either way, it's uh, in my mind. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely remember messing around with it, because, like, as a young person... Like the idea of touching and the buttons and like the lights and it was just kind of intricate. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So epic. I also had like a longer one. It kind of looked like a small clutch that was purple. Ooh. And when you open yeah. it, it looked very Florida. I have like that Florida oh. beach party. <laughs> yeah. That one was. I liked that one a lot. That a little, I'm cool. kind of jealous. I think I had a Lion King one too. I feel like I might have had a Lion King one. Well, we know what I'm gonna do next time I go to my mom's house. Yes, uh, we do. It's a grand tradition. I'm gonna bring more junk here to my small apartment. Actually, I have to run to my parents' house on the weekend too for something, so I might have a peek. We'll see. <laughs> my parents moved out of my childhood home, so that shit is gone. <laughs> Yo, my parents. <laughs> Unless moved there's out... like random boxes full of shit at my mom's house, which I'm sure. Oh man, yeah. I don't I'm know what's in there. My parents yeah. moved out, but my dad rebuilt my room. Oh wow! <laughs> they they call that a shrine. Yeah, I was like the I, Kelsey yeah. shrine. I, Did your sister I, get a room? <laughs> yep. Cool. And I well, and I tell when I tell people room. that I'm like he built a shrine and they're like what and I'm like they re, he rebuilt my I, I say they they did not my mom was like extra bedroom or extra room for activities my dad's like my girls rooms and like can all of my shits in there. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, I don't want to look at this. She can sleep in there when she um, stays for Christmas. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And like, heaven forbid, or like, science forbid, or Satan forbid, Satan forbid, <laughs> Satan forbid, the day they move from that house, because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with all that shit. Oh, if your mom's anything like mine, she'll start sending it to you via post. Oh, my mom's already been like, I didn't tell that woman my post <laughs> here. I'm like, no, mom. 
That's awesome. My mom's just like, come get shit because like we will move one day. I'm gonna throw this stuff out. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, we're not moving, but get this out of here. I want yeah, to but the, TV but the, room. <laughs> the threat of it going to the, the dumpster is just like murdering me. Yeah, Anyways. like I don't want any of my stuff. But, but like, have a heart. <laughs> I don't want my mom to throw it away. My dad my dad got out of this one because he bought a different house and lives there. So Oh him. Living the life. Tells him about the stuff and he's like, Oh well, I'll just I'll drop it off next time and he just does it. And I'm like, Thanks, Dad, for being on my team. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's all teamwork here. Well, we derailed to... a little bit from we did <laughs> yeah, as per usual um so on that note do you guys want a little something something about some poly pocket and all that shit oh yeah all right well if you didn't know already poly pocket is a toy line of dolls and accessories first founded and designed by chris wiggs in 199 or sorry 1983 Nice. And licensed by licensed by Bluebird Toys from 1989 until both entity entities were acquired by Mattel in '98. Nice. So yeah, Bluebird Toys started this shit out. All right. So Chris Wiggs in '83 for his daughter Kate, he uh, used a make the make. Oh my God. <laughs> When I blathered on for so long that I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I had to actually do something. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> uh, okay, so Chris Wiggs in 1983 first designed the Polly Pocket for his daughter Kate using a Dude. makeup powder compact. He fashioned a small house for the tiny doll, and then Blue Bo- Bluebird Toys of Swindon, England, licensed the concept, and the first Polly Pocket toy. Toys appeared in stores in 1989. So that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously it came from a cute little compact because yeah, it is a cute little compact. I also that's- really like the idea that he was like, I'm gonna make this for my kid. Yeah, totally. Because it's like kind of makeup esque, but like it, kids are too young for makeup sometimes. So well, it's like how when I was a kid, I always wanted to carry like a purse. Because, yeah, exactly. Like, I saw my mom with a purse, and then she'd have, you know, her checkbook or something. So I was like, oh, I'll have a book, and I'd put a book in my bag. So, yeah. like, That's if I saw somebody with a compact, your... I'd mm-hmm. want to put my Polly Pocket. So it was, like, super smart. That's yeah. cute. The only reason I wanted a compact was because Poison Ivy and Batman had a compact, and she would See, blow shit on people. Things like they that. Get, <laughs> they get passed out. Sailor Moon had one, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, it's, like, everywhere. Oh, so, yes. like, why would you give them pink blush and then... Like, take embarrassing photos of them, you know? Like, <laughs> and then you hit your 20s and people just put drugs in them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I, I did it, but, <laughs> but facts are facts. This is, yeah. I remember yeah. I hit drugs in my bra one time. <laughs> they weren't mine. Yeah. Oh. They were I my boyfriend. I had a really fun boyfriend at one point. You put them in awesome. your ponytail. Stupid. Like, hold my beer. I did. I don't. I have the short hair. I was just like this, you know. That's yeah. hilarious. Well, hey, sometimes you gotta take one for the team. It, well, I mean, it was the sometimes early 2000s. I'm the team. <laughs> <laughs> it was the early 2000s, and security guards going into a rave at the Coliseum were not gonna frisk my boobs. 
Yeah, yeah. Back, back in the day, they didn't have a lady there to for skip boobs. They did not. They did not. Gotta <laughs> get sent in that lineup. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, back to the compact. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, Mattel ha- held a distribute distributing arrangement with the Bluebird Toys for Polly Park pocket items in the early '90s. In '98, while production lewed down. Bluebird Toys endured multiple hostile takeover attempts until Mattel finally Ooh. purchased both brand Bluebird Toys later that year. So they're like, we'll just buy you too if you could be dick about it. Yeah. Hostile takeovers, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the sets made by Bluebird Toys are now valuable collectibles. So Jill, if you have oh, any Jill. 80s, early gen 80s ones commodity i think actually i was looking around and i'm pretty sure a lot of the earlier ones in general are worth a good little coin maybe not the generic ones that we apparently had but nice yeah the original poly pocket toys were plastic cases that opened from a dollhouse or other playset with poly pocket figurines less than an inch tall which i find it hilarious because they're marketed to little kids and they're totally choking agents oh my that's god cool. <laughs> I never choked in it, so it's fine. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, and like here, we none of us have kids. Don't come for me if you have children. But sometimes I feel like it's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, if they survive, then they're smart enough, I guess. Sorry it's for like Darwinism. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, what really were Flintstone vitamins, and how many of those did our parents feed us? Um, and how many of those did I crush up and put into water thinking that it'd be the same as Kool-Aid? Pfft, I don't know. Probably enough. <laughs> Toffly Kool-Aid. <laughs> I got a lot of vitamin C. I don't know. What's in that? I got to look those up. Those I had that I survived, but like, am I okay? I don't know. <laughs> Just like uh, when I was little, I thought I legit was trained to believe those were medicine. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. That's why I sneaked, snuck them out and did that. And not was, I wasn't like, hey, check this out, mom. So, so you're she's doing, never going to know. You were doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just wanted juice, but. <laughs> That's so fucked. Oh, my God. Crushing <laughs> <laughs> up vitamins. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Learning so much right now. Yeah, too much casino for this one when she was young. Anyways, <laughs> the dolls folded in the middle like the case and has circular bases with slots or with slotted into holes, which slotted into holes in the case's interior, <laughs> allowing them to stand securely at a particular point in the house. This was particularly useful for moving points in the case, like we discussed earlier, mm-hmm. because the dolls were so small, sometimes they came enclosed in the, <laughs> in the pendants or large rings instead of the more typical playset cases. I remember them getting stuck in things and you had to like really like stick a little stick in there to dig it out or whatever, which was really hard. <laughs> uh, in like, 19- oh, this bitch is stuck again. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, like my mom's going to be mad. She probably didn't care, but either way, I don't know if you could get like just the poly pockets for these things. So it was kind of a snooze you lose situation. <laughs> Uh, in 1998, Mattel redesigned Polly Pocket. The new doll was larger with more f- lifelike appearance than the original doll. She had straight ponytail rather than the curly bob hairstyle used previously. 
The following year, Mattel also introduced Fashion Polly, which used the same characters from the new Polly Pocket, uh, which is a show that I discovered today. Their names are Polly, Lee, Shani, Lila, etc. I guess there's more. But they came in the form of a three by three-fourths of an inch plastic joint jointed dolls. It gave a new spin on the fashion dolls instead of the traditional clothing or cloth-like clothing. Polly Pockets used unique poly stretch garments created by Genie Toys, rubbery plastic clothes that could be put on the dolls and removed. I remember I got this for Christmas in like 2001. And I don't even know where my mom got it because I did not have any clue that existed. And me and my sister were both like, holy shit. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Like, it was just so 2000s. It was just, like, that jelly stuff that, and like, it had, like, at least mine had, like, Scooby-Doo-looking clothes. Like, yeah. Kind of deal, and they're all jelly and shit. I don't know. We just thought it was pretty sweet. No, they even I had little jelly high heels. That's dope. Yeah. So, I remember yeah. that vaguely, but, yeah, that it's was 2022, it. and we're wearing jelly high heels. So, I mean. <sighs> I wish. <laughs> Just I saying. can't trust those. Well, they can't trust me. <laughs> That's better because I trust them. <laughs> yeah. There are also some boy dolls, Rick and Steven. Ooh. <laughs> Which I don't I didn't know that. <laughs> Rick. Steven. Rick I just want to be I want to be like I want to be like Steven. Steven. No, it's I have a friend name. named Steven and I just call him Stevie or yeah. Steven. Steven. Like you just can't say his name properly. Just Sorry, Stephen. That's just how it is. Or is it? Is it like because it's Stephen with a PH? Is it like Stephen? Like Stephen. No, it's just a S T E V E N. Just a just a plain old Stephen. Maybe he goes by Steve sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the Barbie and Brass brands, Polly Pocket had also expanded into media franchise, consisting of DVD exclusive animated films books and website which i was on their website earlier it definitely exists um is it like the poly pocket i remember i don't know but did i watch the shows no so i guess i'll have to just do some field work later um i can't really give a full a a full-bodied opinion on it jill (laughs) just sent me the poly pockets you're talking about Mm -hmm. with the gel outfits yeah I am obsessed with this. First is that of all, like the outfit you were thinking of last episode? I don't know, but I want it for my for my own human body. Yeah. Now I just need to find a makeup gun. <laughs> this is I, I this is better than what I was thinking. Oh, episode. nice. Yeah. Yeah, because that's this where I like, was going on that one. I'm like, oh, did was that really like hardly existing back then? I guess so. I don't know. No, I had them too. Yeah. I, there's this like one specific like green. Yeah, the green dress, one. I had the green one too. And like blue high heels. It and it's like stuck in my head, but it was yeah. this like green and blue kind of like asymmetrical thing or something. Yeah. It's like I can't look away. <laughs> Welcome. We, there's like a pink pink long coat with it's like fur lined with like a lighter pink oh, on the sleeves and the bottom of the coat with like three silver stars coming through the bottom and then a pink glittery <laughs> evening gown with silver stars coming out like has like a what is it it's like a half sleeve and then no sleeve on one side or like a half whatever and like <laughs> whatever 
the orange Daphne Scooby-Doo boots that you mentioned. Totally. Yeah. Just like, not with that outfit, obviously that won't work, but. <laughs> no, but like, definitely. There's, there's pink wedges for the pink evening gown. Like, there you don't, go. Yeah. don't freak out. Don't freak out. <laughs> oh yeah, but they were so cute. And it just like, was, yeah, it was just so 2000s. And I was, I yeah, just totally like, blew my mind when I opened that present. Wow. Which normally it's like they just fed you full of commercials when you were a kid. So it was just so left like, field and I never saw that before. I was like, whoa. How did I miss this? I know. It's because you're older than us. So you're probably too cool for it by then. Yeah, maybe. Because like even at that point, I was like on the cusp of you know, maybe being too old for it. But I still like, kind of liked Barbies. One or, two, one or two years can like fuck you up, you know? Yo, totally. but I still- these toys. But I still watched all of the TV. TV's different than owning it, though, because, like, TV, you can, like, shame watch. When your friends come over, they're going to see that shit and be like, you play with dolls? And then you're like, no. <laughs> I know, watched Hannah Montana when I was, like, 15. Did I have the doll? No. <laughs> Yo, I watched cartoons, <laughs> Teletoon, well through high school. I, I think I, like, oh, yeah, just same. recently weaned myself off of dumb cartoons. And, well, that's not true. Switched to a more adult brand of dumb cartoons with awkward humor but still so there there be oh fuck it i met the dude that plays who uh jude i met him oh my god i met him and he recorded a voice (laughs) clip for my sister he was like i don't know however he talks he's like hey amber can't believe you're not here and i was like i am the coolest sister ever (laughs) yeah i hear that i'm the cool one (laughs) i just i just i ran into him at fan expo and he just did it i was like what that's so funny yeah (laughs) yeah pretty random i have a video somewhere like a facebook memory will pop up and i'll be like oh shit there it is and then i'll forget about it again there's dude again yeah That's he's so funny he's a he's a funky guy for sure oh. <laughs> i'm so happy for you <laughs> Yo, i should probably get his name what's his name uh jude lizawaski oh is chris... that the character's name or the guy's real name the character's name the, uh, okay. the he's voiced by christian potanza i think i still have him on my facebook as a Facebook friend? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. So weird. <laughs> so what happens when you meet random people and you just ask? Yeah, you know, sometimes a simple question can get you a long way. Yeah. You should reach out to him. <laughs> you know what? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Who knows what his motivations were for adding me on fucking Facebook? No, uh, no. six, seven years ago, eight years ago. <laughs> hmm. We're just going to let like, that take me the video. Let's oh. just, we'll leave that one. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll just he keep, was a nice, we'll keep an eye on him, but we won't actually talk to him. He was a nice person. Yeah. He was, he was fine. <laughs> He's a nice fan. Expo dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So back to this. So right. yes, they had DVD films, animated films. Uh, books and website with a la- with the latter currently a selection of under the larger Mattel webs- website. Cool, so it's on that. In 2002, Mattel stopped producing the smaller Polly Pocket playset range, but continued to produce the larger fashion doll. In 2004, Mattel introduced the Polly Pocket Quick Click line, which I don't remember this part. Um, Jill, maybe you do. Uh, instead of having rubbery clothes, the dolls had plastic clothes that would click together by magnets. Yep. I, yeah. I remember that one, but I didn't have it either. 
Uh, I think I did. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, it was very good to Jill. <laughs> my spoiledness comes out when we talk about the dumb things in life, doesn't it? Um, no, you were an only child. That tracks. Yeah. Like who else? Like yeah, we have to share with people. Yeah. My parents did it right the first time, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, uh, they also did it right the first time. Sorry, yeah, and then my sister turned around. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Are you younger or older? Fight over who's the. Well, I'm the older one. She's like, yeah, you're mom's favorite. I'm like, that's because I don't live there. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm dad's favorite. I'm like, why are we doing this though? <laughs> Who cares? And she's like, I care. Okay, mm-hmm. mommy. Shout out to well, Britt. <laughs> I think you were emotionally set up better, so you are the favorite. <laughs> this is not a question you need to ask. <laughs> Probably because I'm the oldest sibling who gets all the attention. <laughs> or just the oldest siblings just don't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, we've, we've lived this already. It's, we're, we're retired. We're retired. Yeah, we're retired. There you go. <laughs> maybe she'll retire after this. She'll be like, mm, Does she listen? Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Kelsey's on my shit list. <laughs> Sorry. I'm also the older sibling, so... I was so. going to say, Kelsey's also the older sibling. <laughs> it's just in our nature. To small off. patience, small patience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on November 22nd, 2006, 4.4 million Polly Pockets playsets were recalled by Mattel after children in the United States swallowed loose magnetic parts. So does that mean Finally. the kids got stuck to the fridge? Like, how'd they find out? <laughs> the, the kids? Because of the magnets. <laughs> <laughs> you, you oh, like, I almost got a laugh out of Jill. Win in my book, I thought that I could stick to the fridge after eating a fucking magnet. All of my parents' magnets would have been gone, and I would have been pooping hard for weeks. <laughs> so you could throw your shit on the Spider-Man. fucking thing, and it would have been too far. <laughs> Back to children's toys. Um, Jill, Jill is back fully away from the computer. She's retreating. <laughs> oh my oh god, god, I had magnetic poop. <laughs> Who doesn't like magnetic poop, right? Oh my god, what a shit show. <laughs> yes. uh, affected toys had been sold around the US for three years prior, so that's a lot of magnet consumption. As defined by the US Customer Product Safety Commission. The use of magnets in children's toys, and particularly the inclusion of two or more magnetic parts in such toys, has resulted in many significant injuries in in children and has repeatedly been flagged as hazardous by the commission, who had sued many companies over such toys and uh, announced many recalls. Oh, my God. That's crazy. (sighs) I didn't realize that. Well, I don't know. I guess. No, I don't think I put a magnet in my mouth ever. No, apparently, uh, if two or more are swallowed, it can cause serious intestinal damage. I'm like, I mean, who knows the size or whatever, but, oh, you know what? If you swallow anything hard, it's going to have an issue. No, I figured it out. Why? Depending on the, the type of, like, how the magnet's situated, like, maybe they could stick together and rip shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, on what, yeah, on the other wall of like, bet- like stuck yeah. between walls of the intestine. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it was these- a fun idea for a second, but now I am not into it. Never mind. There's these toys called like 
buckyballs and yeah. they're like small magnetic circles. You get like a hundred of them and they're like a stress ball made of magnets. Mm. And they've had cases because people have been swallowing them and the magnets are so strong. If you swallow them, they'll try and connect like That's inside fucked. your like intestines and your stomach. So they can cause a lot of like interior bleeding and interior damage because the magnets are trying to like stick to each other. Yeah. That's there's so a article on WebMD about that right now. I don't know if it was that brand, or, or they can that's the name stick together it. and cause lack of blood flow between certain organs and whatever. Shit, so. the things you don't think about until you <laughs> eat some magnets. Or live in the year of accessible bias information on Google. <laughs> I'm sure right. if I Google Back magnets, in the day when we yeah. didn't have Google and then people were just swallowing magnets freely and happy. Testing their it out. We're just testing yeah. it out. They're, they're feeding and then the it was field. like, I heard field from a testing. friend of a friend of mine. Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. That's, that's fucking crazy though. Yo, like you know I what? never ever thought about that. You know what the 90s and early 2000s like real pre-Google was? We were field testing shit for everybody Definitely. else. Definitely. And the <laughs> 80s and shit, whatever. Yeah. Oh, especially back beyond those days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 90s so. and 2000s were the last real golden ages of field work for us. Yeah, kids. we really did <laughs> the, the hard footwork for the rest of the world. And like, I know that I always say we're not a science podcast, but really I'm not, I'm selling us short. Like we truly, <laughs> we were truly scientists at work. We were archaeologists. We were in the shit. Yeah. 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 We're in it. Um, oh man! Chef uh, kiss. Chef kiss to all those magnet, magnet poo poo platters. Mattel relaunched Polly Pocket in 2010 um, by making further changes in the dolls, including increases, increasing feet size, head size, and leg size. Although the height remains approximately the same. Um, however, fans' reactions were mixed. All introduced to the cute. Eh? Cuttons introduced the cuttons. I don't know what that is, which are in inmate animal hybrids. Wow, I didn't read that part earlier. I guess they have pets. Oh, I think I vaguely re- well, cause remember, I had a horse one. Okay, yeah, I just thought it was <laughs> like a barn or something. She's a cowgirl. I didn't even consider there be actual horse. <laughs> That's where my mind went. I, yeah. yeah, maybe I think. But I, I just remember my Polly Pocket. Like, I don't remember if her legs bended or not. Her waist bent my, sometimes. Yeah, her waist. Sometimes. And then, and then her butt would just, like, stick on the top of the horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. I think. Kind of Lego-esque. Yeah, I think I think I might be making that up. I'd, I've, I'd have to Google-foo it, but... You'll have to go to your room and check it out. Honestly, if I could even never find it, who knows? That That room is like a tomb a tomb <laughs> the mummy yeah are you ready for like the real excitement that we're a couple oh years God. behind well at least Brit. i'm a couple yeah. years behind Brit. yes the mummy <laughs> yeah <laughs> tom cruise no <laughs> he did one he did one he's everywhere i know he really is everywhere there's probably like a hidden poster in your bedroom at your mom's house Fuck no. <laughs> unless he put it there he shapeshifts too did you not know i had a a feeling his teeth aren't lined up so i always had a hunch (laughs) 
he's not i don't know if scientology does the alien thing but yeah. i feel like okay cool so he would very much be a more alien man yeah my personal opinion sorry tom i called you out vagina <laughs> <laughs> oh my god alright so now for the really exciting news that I didn't know about earlier and maybe I'm just a little behind you guys actually know Okay. Um, on February 12, 2018 Garrett Sander okay. who also I think is involved with Bratz dolls okay. Monster High I think it was Monster High um, okay. announced on his Instagram page that Polly Pocket would be making a comeback. Oh my God! Toys are miniature dolls and playsets like the original 1990s Polly Pocket, rather than the larger fashion Polly. However, they're slightly larger than the original 90s version. Rather than slotting into holes in the case, the new Polly is made out of flexible plastic that sticks to certain surfaces, but also bends so she can sit in a chair. Ooh. Yeah. So that's so kind of. She's more kind of Barbie-ish? Mm, I looked it up, and it is pretty similar to the original one. Yeah. Like, she still kind of looks like she bends at the waist, and she just has bigger sneakers on. But, okay. Yeah, it just looks like a more refined version of it. I'm cool. assuming that the sticky thing probably works a little better than the slotted holes. Cool. But, yeah. And there's, like, bazillions of them. So, Jill, get on it. <laughs> you could ask me what you want for Christmas or oh, your birthday's coming up soon so there's that <laughs> um, yeah and then there's like they're, they have like a web series and a couple Polly Pocket films and stuff um, they're milking it yeah they're milking it it was more like mid 2000s like their first film came out in 2004 second 2005 third 2006 and then that was that and then they had a little uh, TV series thing that showed up after the launch of their mm-hmm. recent. Which is, I think is smart though, because I don't know, the kids these days, not everybody has cable, so you can't rely on Teletoon showing you Polly Pockets. So you need to have your own show. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've noticed too, like, um, what streaming systems do I use? Uh, is it Amazon? Prime has commercials. Is that the one? Um, yeah. 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 But I thought they just had commercials for their stuff. Yeah. But, but still, like, if you got it on their stuff. And then an- there's another one I use that uh, comes with my TV. I have a, I have a Roku, which is a very mm. inexpensive brand of television. Very, very affordable. But, like, really high functioning. So if you're in the market, can't recommend more. Um, oh yeah, I've had variations of Roku for the yeah. last ten years. But it's they, easier. it's so <laughs> it's so easy. What's up, Jill? <laughs> they have uh, an app called Tubi, and oh, okay. it's a Perfect. completely free movie app, and you can watch so many movies. But it it plugs ads, but I'm like, whatever, who cares? Yeah, I don't think I get like actual toy ads on or. Yeah, I only usually get, well, on Discovery Plus right now, they're Ooh. really pushing going to Japan. <laughs> nice, nice. And I'm but, like, shit, it looks pretty sweet there. I mean, I do actually really want to go to Japan. But, I would, but yeah, other than that, it's just TV shows that or movies that I see, really. I would just be curious as to, like, how the algorithms work. Only because, like, for example, if I had a little kid in my house, it was constantly 
Mm, want I see. I see things that pertain to like ch- children's toys or like whatever that demographic. If it's Paw Patrol if, all the time. Yeah. If if <laughs> to, I I don't know if Tubi's ads would be different or because like maybe you're getting Japan ads because you went to Islam Harris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they have like um, they're like what, oh fuck, they're in paid partnership with each other. I just, I just <laughs> algorithms, man. Across the pond. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. You know, sorry, but did you know that you can go to Amazon and ask to download all the data they have on you, and you can look through every ounce of data they have on you, from like things you buy to things Alexa heard to things you stream. Like they have oh. a whole. You can download it all. Oh no. Yeah. That's a lot of Southern charmed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, damn it. Oh, I, I wonder what mine would be because I don't have an Alexa. Neither do I. So I was but kind of curious, I mean, so. does my phone listen to me while I'm watching TV? I don't know. Or yeah, I don't know. You know what? I don't understand if, that whole thing. If our phones are fully listening to us, it's a lot of people pooping while watching reading stuff. <laughs> so true. fucking have at her. Just give her shit. Quite frankly. literally. Quite literally. Yeah. What is that from Austin <laughs> Powers? Uh, bite your lip, grab a hold of something, and give them hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. That's funny. Awesome. Yeah. So that's my little Polly Pocket extravaganza. Oh, and I it was all it's us a wiki, a little wiki wiki situation. We love our wiki. Shout out to my information. Wiki's my side piece. <laughs> yeah. Do wicka wicka wick a lot of shit. Um, now I'd be interested um to read my data of Wikipedia searches. So <laughs> now that would be a treat, I think. I feel like I want to sound smart and say that'd be a cookie setting, but I don't know if that's Oh the... I don't even Ooh. I don't even know where to begin on cookies. I just chocolate chip all of them and oatmeal. my computer's slow. <laughs> Icing yeah, and, and then like edible cookies are really nice. Jill, what was with the face you were making earlier? <laughs> Did you guys know that there's going to be a Polly Pockets movie? No. no. Uh, Lena did Dunham to, is going to like, direct it. Oh, my oh God. really? <laughs> yeah, and Lily Collins is going to play Polly Pocket. If you don't know who she's, she is, she's Emily in Paris. Yeah, or Phil, oh, my Phil Collins' daughter or something. Yeah. So that's going to be wild. And then upon looking up that, because I was like, oh, God, it's Lena Dunham. We're going to see Polly Pocket's whole bush. You're going to see like, Polly Pocket's Polly? It's a Lena Dunham. Yeah, we're going to see her see Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket? Polly's Pocket. <laughs> Polly's Pocket. Yeah. Polly's oh, Dunham. my God. Is there a porn? Do we look that up? But then apparently Margot Robbie is also going to play Barbie in like the live action Barbie, which I'm like, that that checks out. I did know that. I feel like we might have talked about that before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Listen, I haven't been here for three months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here, I found the movie now. All right. All right. That's hilarious. (laughs) Look at Dunham. Cool. Well, it's gonna, well, it's gonna I'll be watch just that. like girls. 
Yeah, is that Polly Pockets Pocket? girls? Yeah, yeah. I think that it's, was it. It's gonna be like nine year old. It. It's gonna be nine year old girls. <laughs> so I just tried to look up Polly Pocket porn, and it's a lot of flashlights and women named Polly. That well, that's really that's dope. I'm into it, but I feel like I feel like Polly would... Pocket is a missed opportunity for sure. Oh, fully. But I would fucking hate it if it was a spin off of Polly Pocket. You know, I what? don't know if I could deal with that one. I could deal a lot with a lot of shit, but I don't know if I could deal with that one. If they're consenting adults, live your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who am I to judge? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Feels like fairy porn. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was that? Remember that website from the 90s, like Cartoon Village or something? No. 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 Okay, that was like early nine. Or no, nine, early two thousands, nineties, early two thousands, early two thousands, um, where they just drew very explicit, very explicit, very well done Disney porn. No. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, no, I did not nope. know about that at all. <laughs> Jill's like Jill's curtain. Okay. Googling. She's <laughs> nope. Googling. I don't know if it exists anymore. Still salivating over it. It was like it was like they did a fucking banger job. The the artwork That's was crazy. on point. No, I mean I remember Neopets. It wasn't the same. But, <laughs> was it Neopets? But I definitely stumbled upon it in university, so that would have been early two thousands, and I was like, because I was in art school, and I'm like, this is really fucking well done like this is pretty good but I also discovered it based off of this like individual I went to school with that was a little bit off and he he was like posting things I'm like what is that and I clicked on it and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) it's a little bit off all right so obviously the position I'm in was a little bit interesting because finding cri- crimes, infi- uh, illegal activities around Polly Pockets were minimal. So instead I have from the cbc.com, oh. the tiniest crime scenes you'll ever see, and they're in Montreal. Uh, tiniest? I appreciate that you're easing me in with Prime Light. You're welcome. You <laughs> don't know if you can handle it. I do have a queasy COVID stomach, so oh, I, I got you. This. So the article starts with, want to see a miniature dead body? Peek inside <laughs> Abigail Goldman's dioramas. And yes, I did struggle with that word for a second, then I realized I knew it. It's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Montreal's Station 16 Gallery is a site of multiple grisly crime scenes. So for those in the area, be warned. Suspects are described as armed, unpredictably violent, and 17.9 millimeters tall. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I try to, like, imagine with 17.9 millimeters. <laughs> He's a little tiny, tiny one. Murder most small. That's what you'll find at Sweet Dreams, an exhibition of New York... I'm sorry, of new work by U.S. artist Abigail Goldman, which appears at Station 16, November 8, uh, 
sorry, which appears at station 16 to November 18th. Looky Lou's take note. Goldman, 36, makes dioramas, or this is very awkwardly written, or as she prefers to call them, dioramas. <laughs> Stop it. Nice. There are miniature homicide scenes, for the most part, built at scale of 1 to 87, with model train parts and other assorted items. From domestic disputes resulting in dismemberment to a full-on clown killer rampage, there's plenty of deeply dark humor at work. Sight gags that are as liberal, sorry, sight gags that are as liberally applied to the scenes as blood red craft paint. The clowns. <laughs> the artist gained near instant notoriety back in 2012 when a Reddit post about her macabre hobby blew up online. And while she shows her work internationally, the dioramas remain a side hustle. A former crime reporter, Goldman is based in Bellingham, Washington. Oh my God, that's across the border. We can go see her. Let's go. <laughs> Where she works as an investigator. Oh, this chick's banger. She never bases her scenes on real life. And what you'll see in any given tableau tends to feel more of an Adams family than a CSI. Still, her dioramas will leave you examining an unforgettable truth nonetheless. Violence has has a long-held grip on pu the public imagination. So if you find yourself peeking inside one of these dollhouses of death, take a moment to consider why, because we're fucking bored, that's why. <laughs> CBC, Art reached, CBC Arts reached Goldman by email to talk about the origins of the project and why she's so dedicated to making tiny sculptures about major crimes. First off, and I believe this is, is this? Yes, so this is Goldman talking. First off, I was hoping you could tell me, oh no, this is the reporter. Fuck, this is poorly written. <laughs> First off, I was hoping you could tell me a little about the people, what people can expect from this show at Station 16 and why you call it Sweet Dreams. From Goldman, Sweet Dreams is a double entendre, a charming way to say goodnight, but also a suggestion of this, suggestion the scenes depict someone's sweet, dark dreams. Wow, that's dark. <laughs> What sets it apart from some of your shows? I always try to make new scenes, new ways of jolting people a bit. I'm also playing more with lighting in a few of the dioramas, whether that's illuminating a secret onlooker in the upstairs window or casting a light on a subterranean, subterranean chamber where body parts are being boiled. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love her. When did you start making dioramas and what gave you, you the idea in the first place? I started making dioramas in 2012 or so. I saw a model train set and was taken by its um, intricate charm, safe and stagnant. I had a little itch of an idea that I could use the same materials, but change the tone from wistful, wistful to dark, playing with the natural tension that comes from turning something on its head. Big fucking fan of that. Love yeah. that. What kind of art background did you have before you started making them? None at all. I've always been devoted to the part. Uh, I've always been devoted I've always devoted a part of my spare time to creative hobbies and crafts, but I've not had any formal training or study. Why build crime scenes and what keeps you making miniatures and miniature scenes of violence specifically? Miniatures have an ability to draw people in quite literally since they're small and require some learning. But on a larger scale, miniatures are cute and quaint. So it's disarming when you look closer and see tiny people behaving badly. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> and that, she's totally right. Yeah, that disordinance makes dioramas disturbing, but also amusing as well. The most common reaction people have is laughter. It reminds me of the um, Night at the Museum when 
the the tiny people are fighting and um robin williams and uh what's his name ben stiller are breaking them up my uncle makes train dioramas like he legitimately makes like giant train ones yeah and now i want to like I'm going to paint some little dead people and stuff. Oh, yeah, and like are. every time I go train? over now, I'm going to like hide them in his diorama. Like not stick oh them down or put them where it would like wreck anything. Cause like I respect his craft. Yeah. But oh my God, I'm so excited. That's really funny. Oh my God, please send pictures. Oh. I would love um, to see him find it. <laughs> so to continue with Golden's quote, I think we're in violent, angry times. There's a high-strung tension vibrating in the background, and it, seem, it seems, and little visions of violence are an attempt to bottle that rage and contain it to, to make it preposterous. Humans are drawn to violence, whether that's fighting in the streets, craning your neck to see a car accident. We have dark impulses and thoughts. Hopefully seeing them wrought in a miniature is kind of, cathar- kind of catharsis, a laughter to keep from crying. What can you tell me about your creative process and how you decide to make it's messy. There's lots of glue, arsenals, and fumes, loose dirt, gravel, fake grass that has to stick in place. I'm usually working on about five dioramas at once, and I go through a lot of red paint. <laughs> Ideas that's a lot come... on the go. Yeah, that's a, that's a very uh, interesting workflow. Ideas come to me in quick flashes, usually when I'm doing something else, like they've been churning away in the background somewhere. What do you think about when you're putting a scene together? Do you make up characters and backstories? Do the killers have motives? I'm often thinking about how I can make a scene that's a little mysterious so the viewer can fill in their own backstory. At shows, people often share their theories, and it's revealing, kind of like a Rorschach test. (laughs) From the Station 16 pictures I've seen, domestic suburban scenes seem to make up most of the show. Why are there so many dioramas in that kind of setting? Suburbia is is a fertile ground for playing with contrast of cute but dark, safe but sick. There's an American mythos, yes, surrounding the suburbs, which are supposed to be wholesome and predictable. The reality, of course, is that plenty of bad deeds happen behind closed suburban doors. Where the hell in suburbia did those killer clowns find themselves a tank? I guess there's one with a tank. I've read that you don't base your your crime scenes off real life events. Is that right? Why? It's a stupid question, obviously. <laughs> yeah, right? Because I don't want to create more trauma. <laughs> yeah. There's no mystery in real life events, just tragedy. And most real cl- crimes of violence are almost venile ben- in their sad predictab- predictability. Domestic violence, hate, substance abuse, all just senseless dead ends that reveal the worst on the worst in us in an endless loop. Even if you don't base your scenes off real life, your career has brought you close to real life crimes. Your work. What part does that play in making these dioramas? I was a reporter at the Las Vegas Sun and an investigator at the Federal Public Defender of Nevada. I currently work as an investigator at the Public Defender in Bellingham. I've long since been interested in crimes, so I made it my career and now my art. As a rule, I never make scenes from cases I've worked on, but I'm sure the residue from my work informs my art. When people see your dioramas, what kind of reaction are you hoping to get out of them? I'm hoping to stop people and make them lean for a closer look. There's often a a shuffle that happens. A person stops, leans in close, then reels back, they laugh. Maybe they'll examine why they found the violence funny, or maybe they won't, and that's great too. People either like my work or hate it, and I find strong emotional reaction. I find their strong emotional reaction rewarding. 
So that is the artist Abigail Goldman and her tiny ass murder dioramas. And I'm here for it. That's so cute. Yes. That's such a good little matchup. They're fucking tiny and they're fabulous. So I'll I'll share this link for you guys. Yeah, share it. And I have one more thing because I couldn't, I couldn't just leave on this note. I wanted to go over real quick. Real quick. (laughs) Some of the most awkward, smallest crimes you can commit in Canada. (laughs) This is about to get really good, I think. (laughs) So 36 weird Canadian laws you didn't know existed. And some of them are fucking interesting. (laughs) Number one, bagpipe law by law. Victoria, BC has some pretty extensive regulations governing street performers, including a special section relating specifically to bagpipers, Um, along with rules laying out where and when pipers can pipe. There's also legislating stating that a bagpiper can't perform at the same time as another street performer whose performance includes bagpipes. Sadly, this (laughs) eliminates the possibility of ever hearing dueling bagpipes. (laughs) Darn. That's so stupid but i get it <laughs> like that could be a lot is there that would... many bagpipers in <laughs> i don't know it white would spot be a lot. has a bagpipe band so really? yeah. Spot? yeah that was like a thing at my high school we had oh. a bunch of members of the white spot piping band and they'd play bagpipes for us at the assemblies so yeah they uh they exist good thing you weren't <laughs> in uh, victoria because only one could play at a time they travel Oh, shit. <laughs> they travel. <laughs> Not to Victoria. Okay. That's really funny. Watermark. Oh, my God. How do I say the city's name? Uh-oh. Lawmakers in uh, Etobic? Etobic? Ontario? Ontario. This weird fucking town in Ontario. Are believers in bathtub safety so much that a local bylaw states that a bathtub should not be filled with more than three and a half inches of water. Oh. Note to this fucking town's name, lawmakers, next time you take a bath, fill it with three and a half inches of water and see how that works out for you. Are... Yeah, what? <laughs> I fill that shit so that, like, if I fart, it's going to overflow. Yo, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> Good thing I don't know where that is, and maybe you mispronounced it, so I'll never be able to Google where it is. Oh, I <laughs> worst. Okay, things I can say. Thanks to a law dating back to the era of prohibition and bootlegging, it's illegal to transport liquor from one province to another without the permission of the province liquor control board. This law was relaxed in 2012, but only for wine. Transporting any other booze will place you in Al Capone territory. I know, like, I think it's, like, Newfoundland Labrador or New Brunswick. You're not allowed to bring booze in because it's, I guess it's, like, really expensive there. Expensive there. So it's kind of like they want you to buy there. I can't remember what it was, but they're not, you're not allowed to bring it in. But I haven't heard of, like, going between BC and Alberta. Well, I don't think anyone's going to check your car. We don't like, have what? borders like that. But <laughs> yeah, I think it, yeah. And then, and then there's that. I think it's like big shipments. Oh. 
Yeah. I'll be driving my kokanee truck over, I suppose. So in Soros PEI, Bosa law making it illegal to build a snowman that is higher than 30 inches. So two and a half feet tall. In Soros, apparently, there's apparently less likelihood of a snowman melting than being accidentally stomped under a snow boot. So they're like, someone will walk into this. You'll get fucked up by this. Small snowman only. Is there glass in it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's how, many, how many rocks are rolled within the snowman's body? <laughs> it might be so cold there that they freeze and become just like ice chunks. I guess, I guess. I Could you I imagine know. getting a ticket for building a normal-sized snowman? Yeah. I'm Do just imagine- trying to imagine walking into one unintentionally. <laughs> but I would rather walk into one that's my size than trip and fall and get impaled on one. Yeah, you can trip and two fall. Two and a half feet. Tear it. Because it's frozen in its face. I don't know. This sounds like I mean, it's... There are people out there right now voluntarily getting tickets for playing their uh, public noise machines in Ontario. So oh, yeah, public noise machines. Just saying. People get tickets for wild things. Too high, that could be bad. So if it's you live bad. in Kanata, Ontario... Feel free to paint your garage door any color you want, except for the color purple, because that's against the law and they will fine you. Purple? I hope Mm -hmm. this isn't some hate crime. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say it, because it's kind of old school. That's fucked. It's probably, who knows? But it, it's probably like a really outdated old law and we have no, I, I didn't check, I didn't check the origins of these. I'm just reading through a, a, a list. Some of them are pretty, it's hard to wrap your brain around. But yes. Okay. So a typical childhood pastime in the rest of Canada has been outlawed in Oshawa, Ontario, where it's illegal to climb a tree, according to a local bylaw. No person shall interfere with a tree or part of a tree located on municipal municipal property, including but not limit, limited to attaching, affixing, or placing upon in any matter or any object or thing to a tree or a part of a tree <laughs> and climbing a tree. So in what is it? What did I say? Oshawa. So no tree houses, no climbing, no fun. No tree houses. No. Hardly even climbing it. I mean, I get it, uh, but like population control. Darwin. My friend once climbed a tree in my yard, really mm-hmm. like high enough, and then she was like, "Oh fuck, can't get back down!" And then we just started like making fun of her and cracking jokes, and she was wearing these big white sweatpants, and she was laughing so hard, and she peed her pants in the tree. Oh my god. And then my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, get the fuck out of that tree. <laughs> She's like laughing so hard that she I can't even remember how she got down, but she did. This is what Oshawa is missing out on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Public embarrassment for the little yeah. kids. It's oh, perfect. So she took it like a champ, though. Oh, whatever. It we sounds got her like it. when she came down. But <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do? You're stuck exactly. in the tree. So, yeah. I like her. I'm into it. Oh, yeah, I I like her, too. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Thanks to an obscure law in the Canadian Criminal Code dating back to the 1940s, it's illegal to possess, print, or publish, or sell a comic book that depicts any criminal acts. (laughs) Oh. 
I don't know. As the criminal lawyer tells Global News, the letter of the law is drafted significantly broadly so that virtually any superhero comic book that we're familiar with today would violent violate the better of the law. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I mean, not that I read a ton of comic books, but I don't think I, well, even with movies, there's not a single one without violence. That, yeah. There has to be. Yep. What's the point? But I think, I think like these are rules that maybe exist from way back when that haven't been amended that no one pays attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever, if you're ever in Ottawa on a Sunday and get a hankering for an ice cream cone, whatever you do, don't eat it on Bank Street because eating ice cream on Bank Street on any other day, on any other day of the street is per. Oh, sorry, I missed the title of this. I got to restart. <laughs> If you're in Ottawa on a Sunday, oh yeah, I did say that, and get a hankering for an ice cream cone, whatever you do, don't eat it on Bank Street. That's because eating ice cream on Bank Street on any other day of this, on any other day of any other street is fine, but Sundays, it goes against the law. So on Bank Street, you are not allowed to eat ice cream on Sundays. Okay. Is there a church on Bank Street? I don't know. I think, I think the church would like that though. Maybe there isn't one. So. <laughs> huh yeah okay i yeah i can't find a anything on that one <laughs> <in> my brain <laughs> it, it, that one's just like right completely random <laughs> yeah um i'm just i'm gonna just scroll through and find more interesting ones but so with horses argument speak about horses, probably the weirdest law in Canada via this article is still existing in Toronto. The bylaw prohibits dragging a dead horse down Young Street on Sundays. <laughs> Do what you want with a horse any other day but Sunday. <laughs> it does make sense. Right? <laughs> sure. I mean, I think that that one does, for old school law, that one does make sense in my head. Back before they had paved roads and they had Sabbath and stuff. <laughs> Sabbath. You know, well, I don't actually even know if that's what that's called, but you don't want to see that when you're coming out of church. You don't. I guess. <laughs> uh, if you live in Beaconsfield, Quebec, and you paint your house more than two colors, they'll fine you. Oh, no fun. <laughs> that's it. It's going to be lime green. Uh, if you live in Newfoundland, it's against the law to keep a, a cow as a pet in your house. <laughs> No, I want that. But they can be outdoor cows. Okay. Well. Uh, uh, unless you can't drive cattle through the streets of St. John, but only after 8 a.m. No midnight cow run? <laughs> what if they just would rather sleep through the journey? Well, no, he says Newfoundland cattle drives are okay at, at late night. Oh, I, I fucking mixed that one up. <laughs> no morning cows. <laughs> no morning cows. <laughs> they probably want to sleep in. That makes sense. I get that. Um, where is this one? Ah. 
the Canadian Criminal Code contains a statute declaring it's illegal to scare the queen. So sneaking it behind her and saying boo will put you in a lot of trouble. Especially now. <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> I think that's a valid one. The, the, put that in order. The law apparently dates back to Confederation and can be traced to Britain's Treason Act of 1842, which itself was responding to an incident in which the British, a British man pointed a gun at Queen Victoria but did not fire it. Oh, uh, calm the fuck down. Yeah, that's not a scare. That's just... That's kind of, it's not good, but... Oh, um, in a small town in Saskatoon... It's illegal to walk down the street with untied shoes. Fair enough. That's a tripping hazard. That's what it says. Yeah. yeah. I think that should just, yeah. But also, like, if you don't want to tie your shoes and you want to eat shit, that's your problem. Yep. There is, like, one in, like, 20 people who just flop their feet around with their fucking laces untied. Oh, my God, right? As a footlooker, I noticed oh. that. Yo, I'm a foot looker. Always too. checking those sneakers. Like, why are you flopping your feet? <laughs> they always flop the feet around too. It's the whole thing. It's the whole movement. Yeah. It's true, actually. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh in Petrolia, Ontario, between eleven PM and seven AM, it's illegal to whistle. Good. Sorry, what what were the hours again? <laughs> eleven PM and seven AM. Okay, okay. I'll let Bex know she's a whistler. Okay, okay. Oh, God, she is. I forgot. <laughs> she was like, do, 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 the other day. She's like, to her class, like, one time, I almost got written up for whistling. And then she told me I wasn't allowed to whistle anymore. And I was like, well, by then, I'll buy my own salon and I'll whistle all I want. And then proceeded whistling. And I'm like, I can't even get mad at this. <laughs> yep, it's, and it's 100% true. And that's the yeah. worst part. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, she's trying to bug me today. And I'm like, dude, like, there, it really takes a lot. You know, you have to smell the senses of my mood in order to fucking bug me at this point. I don't even know. So, but I'll let her know so she doesn't get fined. If she's ever in Petrolia. So this one's yeah. pretty good. Uh, so according to the Canadian Criminal Code, Jill, you and I covered this before. Uh, dressing up like a witch for Halloween, perfectly legal. Mm -hmm. Pretending to be a witch and passing yourself off as one. When you actually aren't, however, is breaking the law. Anyone who pretends to exercise or use any kind of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, or conjuring undertakes for a consideration to tell to tell fortunes or pretends from his or her skill in knowledge of an occult or crafty science to discover where or in the manner <laughs> anything oh. that is supposed to have been stolen or lost may be found is guilty of an offense and punishable on summary of conviction. And that is a quote from the Criminal Code of Canada. Wow. So what? you will go to jail. I mean, it takes a lot of commitment to pretend to be a witch. So, like, at what point would you just, like, pretend enough that you are one? I, Jill and I covered this a while back. Um, specifically, it was, like, uh to no there's a bunch of it was a bunch of cases but there was I remember two Canadian women that were I might be totally wrong there was two people that were pretending to like banish demons or something and taking large sums of money oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that shit okay yeah, yeah that's a no no you can't do that yes 
the big meanie move. I'm over here like, well, if you're just going to like do things and pretend to be a witch, and then one day he'll just know it all and be one. <laughs> yeah. But I see like, okay, yeah. You can't cleanse a house if you're not like fucking capable. <laughs> I see. So- I'm going to I'm going to leave this on two ridiculous ones from Alberta because I could go on forever. There's so many weird ones. There's also a weird one in BC for a while where like um in order to get somebody to pull over in your with your cop car, you had to like ring a bell so people would know that they had to get their horse and wagon out of the way. So for <laughs> there was a guy a long time ago that that law was still in act like it was still part of the law and when he got pulled over for like I don't know what he was like well you didn't ring the ring a bell and he it went to court and he won and then they had to change the law so sometimes <laughs> sometimes this old shit gets fixed but whatever so according to Alberta's health and safety code it's against the law to paint a wooden ladder the reason is to avoid discussing the condition of shot <laughs> of a shoddy ladder that's been made to look new with a coat of paint okay if the ladder looks old and rickety it shall stay that way (laughs) fair enough Mm -hmm. i was like i mean i paint a lot of random shit (laughs) disguising your rickety fucking ladder that's funny oh actually i've got two more i was gonna say one more uh okay so in Vancouver, for reasons that must have made sense at the time, the legislation enacted in 1947 that it would be illegal to sell a stove within city limits, except for on Wednesdays. <laughs> the law was repealed about 40, 40 years later, which means like we can just flaunt our stoves. Like we can just woo stoves. But <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. Uh, and then last but not least that I'm going to talk about also in Alberta, if you are suddenly overcome with the urge to set fire to somebody's wooden leg, don't do it. Ah, stop it. <laughs> it's it's a pretty creepy thing to do, but it's also against the law, and Alberta will definitely put you behind bars. That definitely happened at a bonfire party. Like, <laughs> it had to have happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't pretend to light your friend's fucking wooden leg on oh, fire. Oh, wait, there's one more. Uh it's also illegal in BC to what is it shoot a Sasquatch or any type of Sasquatch type being. So that's fine. That's in our laws. I like that one. Yeah. That one's very relevant in my world. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, <laughs> Sasquatch. Uh, there you go. Nice. Nice. Very cute. Yeah, I mean, not as funky as the tiny people uh, murdering each other. <laughs> yeah. But That's true. But tiny still is pretty funny. Interesting and entertaining nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And Jill's here. I'm here. I'm just quiet. Rest and... your COVID throats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the black lug. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I got the black lug pop. <laughs> <sighs> no, that's from all that dank weed I smoke. Oh, yeah. Nice. Hey, hold on. I thought if you smoked weed, you didn't get roned. I fucking saw that too, and I thought I was like hold in the on. clear. I was like, this checks I out. I think Joe's sober, fine. and I don't like that. I don't think I like that. 
There were like three times in the past two weeks I was sober that I wasn't at work. So, I mean, that could be when I caught it. Definitely. THC definitely doesn't stay in your blood system. (laughs) Well, we learned about Polly Pocket. We learned about tiny people. We learned about dumb laws in our sick-ass country. And then we learned that weed doesn't make you immune to COVID. (laughs) All in all, solid learning day for me. A stimulating learning day for Jill. And you got to talk to people. I don't know if Holy you're typing the full time, but it's probably nice to not talk to people for a minute, though. Yeah, it's super nice. Um, by day three, you're like, this isn't nice. And then by day five, you're like, <laughs> holy shit. And then your switch breaks. And then, you know, I'm going to be nuts tomorrow. So that'll be fun. So we'll my girl podcasting till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend texted me and she's like, cause she also was in quarantine. Uh, and she's like, Kels, I have the a million dollar idea. I'm going to make so much money. Oh shit. Are you going to rat her out? I'm like, okay, what is it? And then she told me, and I won't say it because it's actually a pretty good idea, but she was like, have I been home too long? And I'm like, no, I think you've been home just long enough, Michaela. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I think that's actually not a bad idea. Her write-up will be, Corona saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, what a fucking world. That's awesome. Good for her. I hope I it mean, is a idea. It was a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Anyways. All right. Let's shut this shit down. Jill. Jill. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) Also, follow us on Spotify, Apple, or what's the other cast? Acast. Acast. All the all the things that you stream, whatever. And if Follow us you... on Instagram because Jill's gonna take it, hold the password hostage, so that's her problem now. <laughs> yeah, and if you have an issue, email Jill at deepnerder at gmail.com. I'll answer them now. I'm back on the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole time I don't know if any, anybody's actually written in. So uh, sorry, people. It's I still find it. out now. I'll check tomorrow it. when she has nothing to do. You've had nothing to do for five days. I had lots to do. Yeah. Organize my closet. I was gonna say I saw that yeah. and what you move your plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched like two animes. I've been busy, okay? I yeah. saw your Instagram. I know what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Deuce. Bye. <laughs>